God bless you, Victor Outreach Inglewood, and welcome to our Friday night worship service. Jesus is in the house, and I'm glad you're with us. And before we get into the word tonight, I'd like to remind us of some of our prayer requests that have been sent in to us. We want to pray for Jose. He lost a couple of people very close to him, his father, and also the mother of his daughters. We want to lift him up for comfort and also for the extended family, for God's presence in this time of loss. Also, we want to pray for Andre. He's been uh, feeling some, some stiffness and some sore in his knees, probably from prayer. So we want to pray for him, for God's touch upon his life. But we also want to pray for Wilfred. He's been struggling with an illness, and uh, we know that Wilfred is a very strong man, so we want to pray that God gives him that extra strength to get through the challenges that he's facing. But we also thank God for his grace upon Sonia Castro. She was in a car accident. This is uh, Patty's niece. Uh, she was in a car accident, horrible crash. I saw the images of the car, and uh, for her to have survived it, it was a miracle. And so we just want to thank God for his hand upon her and for her continued healing and that God would just be with her and, and the family for their comfort. But a very special prayer request uh, comes to us uh, this evening for Brandon Lara. Um, and this is the nephew of Pastor Danny. Uh, we want to lift him up. Uh, he is f fighting a, a, a struggle against a very terrible, dreadful disease. And so we believe that God is able to touch him and to strengthen him. We want to pray for the doctors also that God would give them the wisdom and the strength to, to put him on the right treatment path. Uh, something ordained of God that we might see a breakthrough in his condition. So will you pray with me right now, right where you are? Just go ahead and bow your heads. Father God, we thank you for who you are and how you've proven yourself time and time again. You are faithful. You are powerful. And Father, we come against, my God, these issues that have confronted your people, these issues that have threatened their uh, well-being, threatened their lives. Father, we pray you rebuke sickness, that you would come against, my God, every stronghold, every issue that your people are facing. We lift their needs to you. We lift these individuals to you you, Father God, and we ask that you would be with them, Father, strengthen them. We pray for the needs of our city, the needs of our church, those other prayer needs that are unspoken, uh, unknown. Father, you know our needs. You know where we are tonight, and we just ask that you would move by your power, that you would move, Father God, to bring about healing, wellness, and wholeness. We thank you for who you are and what you're doing. We lift up, my God, Brandon to you, Father, for your special touch upon his life, that you would guide the doctors, that you would comfort the family, Father God. Speak life, my God, renewal and peace. We thank you for who you are and what you're doing. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, as you prepare for this word tonight, I just pray and, and want to remind you uh, that you continue to pray for the reopening of our church services, which will be coming up very soon. And also continue in your support for the ministry. We thank you for your faithfulness, but continue. Uh, we're not over the hump yet. And so we thank you so much. God bless you.
All right, good evening, Victory Outreach Inglewood. My name is Mark, and we're here. I want to welcome you to our Friday night virtual service. Uh, we heard good news today. They said that uh, the, um, the government may be allowing us to meet in person, uh, effective Sunday, but we'll stand by, we'll, we'll, we'll inform you, check our Facebook page, um, and we'll let you know if that's what's gonna happen this Sunday. But for now, we're gonna continue with our virtual services. So I just wanna let you know tonight, uh, before we start, um, just wanna open up in a word of prayer. So we're gonna open up, just bow your heads right there where you're at. Just pray, Father God, thank you for this uh, opportunity tonight to share your word. Thank you for this evening, Lord. I just pray right now that you would just guide my heart, my words. Father God, I pray that the words, uh, the message I prepared will uh, be well received, Father God, and it will honor you and honor those who are worthy of honor, Father God. I thank you, Lord, and I praise you, God. I just pray everything goes well, and I thank you, Lord. And all those who are out there, our first responders, Father God, those who are on the front line, our heroes, Father God, I pray you protect them and surround them with your holy angels, Lord. Watch over them. Protect them, Father God. Be with our church family as well, God. We pray for all those uh, unspoken needs and requests that are out there, Father God, right now, just answer those, Lord. We praise you. We thank you, Lord. Anoint this message, Lord. Take control, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. So, so as I was preparing this message, um, you know, the month of May, as to me, has always been a month of, um, I always think about Cinco de Mayo, uh, May 1st, my background was in human resources, so May 1st was like the, the worker's holiday. And then it was Cinco de Mayo was the, the, the celebrate, celebratory day. We go out and get tacos and other fun activities. And then we know at the very end of the month there was Memorial Day. Well, one of the things I didn't really know, um, that May is also another month to honor other um, heroes, you know. I titled this message, I Need a Hero. Many years ago, there was a song, probably in the late 70s, early 80s, it was called, I Need a Hero. And some of the words, the lyrics say something like, I need a hero that's strong, I need a hero that's gonna be there for me. And it was, and, and, and my sisters used to sing it all the time, and I used to laugh because they were always singing this song, I Need a Hero. And then I started to think about, you know, heroes. Growing up, I always saw um, Batman, and Robin, and, and Superman, and Wonder Woman, oh my God. Wonder Woman too, I, yes, I watched Wonder Woman. It was, I know, I know. But anyhow, Batman, and I would always see this, and then as I was Growing up in the, in, in the inner city, um, whenever something bad happened, I would be looking for those heroes. And I'd look around and I'm like, Mom, Dad, where's Batman? You know, where, where, where is he? And they weren't anywhere to be found. But what I did see were those who we call now first responders. We saw the police officers. We saw firefighters. We saw the nurses. We saw the people that would come in, the, the emergency medical technicians, the EMTs. And I started to see something. I was like, wow. Then I started to see uh, those in the military, friends of mine who were joining the military. And I started to see this and I'm like, wow. I started to look up to them. These were heroes to me, people that I emulated. Well, last week, um, a friend of mine who's a police officer, retired police officer, asked me to watch a, uh, a vigil, a candlelight vigil. It was a National Police Week. And I saw this candlelight vigil and it was amazing. It was so powerful, it hit me so hard that I just said, wow, why have I never, why did I never see this before? I never knew about it. It was this, uh, it was powerful. They had all these uh, police officers who were fallen in the line of duty and they were honoring them. All these police officers got together. They had to do it virtually because of what the current uh, pandemic. But normally they would get together in Washington, D.C. and they would get these candles and they'd light them up. 
And they would sit there and their lights would go out and they would, every candle represented a person that passed away. They would do it to honor our fallen heroes. You know, and, and then you would see the picture in the, in, in the video, it was a virtual video, uh, virtual memorial. They had the stories of different individuals and police officers who have fallen in the line of duty. They would show their history, why they chose that profession, why they chose to help out, uh, uh, different acts of sacrifice, of selflessness that they did. And then they would have the area end, they would have the end of watch. Uh, the date that they passed away. And it was powerful to see that. I never saw that before. But then I also saw an, uh, uh, a nurse week. And there's a nurse week in May. I didn't know that. I guess it starts May 6th and ends May 12th. I never knew this. I have friends, there's friends, there's nurses here in the church, Sister Pat, Mendez, um, uh, some of the other sisters here are also uh, nurses and we've never I never even acknowledged them as, as during that week, which made me feel really bad because now that I know, I can't let that holiday go by anymore or that week, you know? And so, and I know sometimes it's hard because growing up in the inner city, sometimes we had negative experiences with police officers and law enforcement. And, but the Bible is very clear that we are to honor those who are worthy of honor. And, and, and we have these nurses. Um, there's also, uh, Memorial Day, we honor those, our military heroes, uh, who have died in the line of duty. So when I titled this message, I Need a Hero, I started to, re uh, the reason I, re I, I, placed, I, I titled it that was because we all need heroes, and there are heroes among us. And I don't think we've recognized that. This pandemic, it took a, a, a global pandemic for us to finally realize who those real heroes are on the front lines. It's not, um, you know, Batman and Robin, although I know you guys like them, and that's fine. Um, it's not the, the, the basketball player or the football star, although we like sports. I'm not trying to put them down. I'm saying we saw firsthand who those first responders, responders were, who those heroes were, our medical professionals, our law enforcement, our um, firefighters, EMTs, uh, those, the, the, the essential workers that were standing in the gap and on their post when we needed them the most. So you gotta remember that. So this is why I, I wanted to honor them this, in this message. And so, because um, we're surrounded by heroes. And I don't know if we have taken the time to actually thank them. I know we used to thank military veterans for their service. Thank you for your service. Um, but have we ever turned and asked or, or thanked a nurse? Hey, thank you for your service. The police officer, thank you for your service. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for being sacrificial and loving, uh, uh, not loving us, I'm sorry. They do love us, but uh, loving your job so much that you will go and do what you gotta do for us. And so I, I look at that now and I said, you know, what is a hero? You know, what is a hero? The, 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 Bibli uh, the dictionary definition is a person who's a, a hero, is a person who's admired or ideal, um, um, idolized for courage, for outstanding achievements or noble qualities. We have war heroes, we have other heroes, but the hero, according to the dictionary, is one who displays courage and self-sacrifice for the greater good. A hero is someone who puts others before himself or herself. A hero has good moral ethics and is someone who does things for the sake of being good. And not just a means to an end or a reward for good deeds, but is someone who does good for the sake 
of doing good. And, and that's the definition of a hero. And, I, and, I, and I, I look at that and I'm like, wow, that's, that describes these people. The law enforcement individual, the, the firefighter who go into a fire risking his life for the good of others who are probably trapped in there and can't get out. For the nurse who will uh, go to every day, suits up and boots up and goes out there and, and, and goes to, to, to help others and to fight against an invisible enemy that you can't even see because it's microscopic or a germ. They have a lot of courage. They have these and they do it for the sake of helping others. And I, and, I, and I believe that is biblical. And the Bible says, Romans chapter 13, it said, Give back to all those, the authorities, the things that are owed, the tribute to whom tribute is owed, taxes to who we owe taxes, uh, and honor to those who we owe honor to. And I don't think we honor them enough. And I think that's why I wanted to share this tonight, that we should be willing to honor those who are our frontline heroes Okay, there are a lot of characteristics besides the definition. So I'm going to share some of these. Uh, uh, I was reading some of the top 10 characteristics of heroes, and then I'm going to go into their biblical equivalent. Okay, so the, one of the, the, the number one uh, characteristic of, of heroes is courage. Heroic leaders or heroes have the determination to achieve the goal regardless of the circumstances and the obstacles that are challenging them. They press forward and go forward into the battle, into the chaos, with no fear. Sometimes they do it with fear, but they do it anyways. They display confidence under stress, and they're courageous enough to take risks when others are looking to hide themselves. So when everybody else was running and, 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 and quarantining themselves and hiding themselves and, and looking for hand sanitizer and masks, they were suiting up and booting up and going out to the front lines. And they were in the hospitals. They were on the front lines. They were still doing their duties. And I think we need to honor that. That is courageous. And that is a characteristic. And I will show uh, some biblical equivalents of that. Another characteristic is selflessness. It was uh, John F. Kennedy that said, don't ask what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. And this is the attitude of truly heroic people and leaders. They're more concerned about group successes than with their own goals. Those individuals become an inspiration for others. They face challenges and they earn that respect. And I do believe they, we, we have to give them that respect. They're willing to pay a personal price so that others may benefit. A true, a true hero doesn't merely do things from which everyone benefits, but a true hero will be self-sacrificing. So they have to be self-sacrificing. They give of themselves. Another characteristic is caring. Apart from being selfless and courageous, heroic uh, people care about making the world a better place. They display a sense of concern and kindness for others. They are community service leaders. We have a brother here in our church, uh, Brother Enrique Fernandez. He's there every day putting himself on the front lines, an essential worker helping the elderly and the community, the underprivileged community of Mar Vista Gardens and uh, Marina Del, uh, and Del Rey. And he's out there giving, getting uh, food, resources, and other things, and masks for these people. He's putting himself out there because he, can, he has a concern and a kindness for others. They're, they're leaders. They take action intentionally to improve the lives of others. And that's what he's doing out there. And there's others like them, those, the nurses, the community workers out there. There's churches out there going out there and, and giving food to the, to, uh, to the hungry and to our other church members. And those are true heroes. The Bible says true heroes also, they serve others. They're benefiting others, not just themselves. And true heroes are also, another characteristic, they're extraordinary. They're not ordinary people doing ordinary things in ordinary ways. They're different. They're brave when others will cower. 
They're strong when others are weak. They're determined when others quit. They're disciplined when others are lazy. They do right when others do wrong. Some soldiers are heroes, most are not. Some, soldier, some soldiers enlist because they can't find a job and they want benefits or they hope later to attend college on the GI Bill, which I did do that. Um, it's fine, it shouldn't be demeaned or put down, but it's, it's, there's another virtue um, for law enforcement officers, for teachers, for nurses, for firefighters, for pilots, These are, there's, and our essential workers, they do it. They're extraordinary. They do the extraordinary every single day. They go above and beyond. They're not lazy. They're disciplined. They go out there and they do their job to benefit us, the people that need them. You know, I can tell you many times when I was rushed to the emergency room and there was a nurse or a doctor there with compassion and kindness were helping me. When, when, when I was fearful, I thought I was going to lose my life. They were there showing concern, compassion. They were just, it's, it's amazing. And we don't honor them enough. And that's why I wanted to bring this message. We do need to do this. Honor them because they're, they're due that honor. Another characteristic is heroes take risks and face potential loss. They take a risk every time they go out and do something. It may cost them on a personal level. These nurses, they, they put themselves at risk. These law enforcement, they put themselves at risk, especially those fallen officers. They knew every time they went out that there was a potential they, could not, they would not come back to see their families. And, and I saw that and it was very sad to see how many officers lost their lives in the line of duty to protect their communities and to serve others. Um, a, true real, a true hero is willing to take a risk on behalf of others. So there's other, those are some of the main characteristics. There's probably a lot more, there's a lot more, but those are the ones that stood out to me. And I wanted to see the biblical equivalent. You know, there's heroes also in the Old Testament. You know, one of my Old Testament heroes, one of my most favorite was David in the Bible. Why? Because he was young and he was, wasn't a really, he wasn't a warrior just yet, but he had the warrior mentality, the warrior spirit. He had a hero's heart and he went out there. The, uh, when when, when uh, Israel was being challenged by the Philistines and the, the king um, um, Saul didn't want to go out to battle, but they were there and they were, they were just, they, there was nothing going on. Nobody, there was no, no, um, um, uh, uh, battle movement, nothing was going on. They were just on the front lines facing off each, each other. And every day, the other uh, uh, Goliath, which was their, their champion, and he was also a giant, he would come out and he would taunt the armies of Israel. And constantly, it would go on and on. I think it was for 40 days he was doing this. And, king, and David, he wasn't a king yet, David decided to step up. He had courage. He stepped up and he stood on the front lines and he went up to him. And he challenged and he said, I will, I will go fight with Goliath. And David, and, and, and and it was uh, uh, King Saul, would, he was telling him that you can't go to battle with him. You're not even a warrior. He's a warrior from his, from, from his youth. You're just a child. But you know what? He had a hero's heart and he had courage. But the most important thing, he had the Lord. He had God's spirit in him. And he went and he went and we know the story. If you want to read it, it's in 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse, and also in 1 Kings 2 where he went and fought Goliath and defeated him by faith. And I believe we have a lot of those heroes amongst us, but also in the church. We have some biblical equivalents, some heroes who have that same courage and self-sacrifice who can go out there and minister to the lost and reach out to them. Another te Old Testament hero was Esther. Um, the, the book of Esther is named for her. And it's, it's the one in, in, in where, um, of course, the king had chosen her for her beauty. And, and I'm not going to go on to the details, but Esther was one of our uh, heroes in the Old Testament as well. She was willing to risk her life to be able to save her people. And that's something that that's like, 
powerful when people are willing to sacrifice for the greater good of the, of the, of the community. There's another one. You know, in the Old Testament, um, uh, uh, um, the heroes of faith in uh, Hebrews chapter 11. There's a lot of heroes in the Old Testament. A lot of heroes. And like I said, you could go to the... Uh, um, and, um, the Hall of Faith in, in Hebrews chapter 11, we see stories of, of King David. We see uh, how Daniel, uh, by faith, shut the mouth of the lions when he was thrown in the lion's den. We see how Deborah was there. We see uh, Gideon. We see all the stories and the heroes of faith in Hebrews chapter 11. I challenge you to read that one day, uh, maybe tonight. Read it after this message. It's really powerful. And you see these heroes of the faith who took, who had courage, who displayed these qualities of a hero, that had courage, that were selfless, they were sacrificial. They went out and did for the greater community, for the good of the people. They were out there. Paul, who goes out there and he ministers to Thousands just to get them saved. You know, um, in the New Testament Greek, the words for faith, trust, and belief all come from the same root word. And it's no, it's, it's no wonder then that the uh, true hero of faith, the truest hero of faith, is Jesus Christ himself. His faith and, and, and his trust were in the plan of the Father, a plan that was set before eternity. He was to come to this earth. Though himself he was fully God and heaven, the Son of God, he forsook his throne in heaven for the plan of salvation, for the people that he loved, his creation. He came for us, all of us. Even as he performed miracles, he would lay hands on the sick and they would be delivered. He would, they would be healed. People that had demons, they would pray for them. They would cast them out. He did all this. He would, feed, he would do miracles and feed multitudes. But he did it because he loved his creation, his people. He did, he, then he taught his disciples to have a firm reliance on the Father and on the Holy Spirit. And they would go out there and they did the same. And he said... Uh, he even started forgiving. He said, not my will, but your will be done, Lord. Father, he prayed for his enemies even when he was on the cross. And, and it says that he did all these works, extraordinary works, like a true hero. And that's why I looked to Jesus and I said, to me, he's the ultimate hero. We do have heroes. We have police officers. We have our first responders. We have our military veterans, our heroes. We have a lot of them, but our true hero. I, to me, is Jesus the Christ, the Messiah. Because um, it was just a few, um, a couple days ago, I was going, scrolling through Facebook, and I saw this picture. And the picture was, had all the Marvel superhero characters surrounding Jesus. And Jesus was there, and he's telling them how he saved the world. And I was like, wow, because, you know, all the Marvel characters... Almost all the stories there, they're doing something extraordinary to save the world against evil people or people that want to destroy the people. And they're constantly going and saving the world. And that's the whole premise of these heroes, superheroes, you know. But we see now modern day heroes who are saving the world, saving the people in the communities that they serve. The nurses, the doctors, the first responders, the firefighters. But when I look at Jesus, I see this. He saved the world. The Bible says in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. He died for us. He's, the Father sent Jesus on a rescue mission for us. I looked to him to my ultimate hero. I needed a hero. And that's who I looked to because he saved me. When I called out to him many years ago, he delivered me. When I needed help, he's there for me. He's still to this day. He's given me hope and a future for, the, for, the, for, my, um, for my future. You know, the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who 
existing in the form of God, did not, con- did not uh, consider himself uh, uh, equal with God, but it came down and made himself the fo- in the form of a servant. He emptied himself and became like in human likeness, the Bible says. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and he became obedient to death, even death on the cross. That was one of the most brutal forms of death. It was torturous, but he came and he willingly, courageously humbled himself and sacrificed himself for the greater good, for the entire world. And we have to remember that, that God loved us so much. You know, I was looking at the uh, uh, memorial last week and it was powerful because these little lights, every police officer was lighting those lights in remembrance and memorial of a fallen officer. And I started to remember, I said, didn't Jesus speak about that too? He said, let, the, let your light shine before others that they may see your good works and know that you are children of the Most High. And I remember that. And I said, you know what? We need to do that. We need to be courageous. We need to tell people about Jesus. We need to let others know. We need to be sac- sacrificial and selfless to minister to those who need to hear the words of hope and the gospel. They need to hear, uh, be inspired to know that there is a future in our hope. And if, if, no matter what happens in this world, with this pandemic going on, there's hope for people. There's hope in Jesus. There's hope in God. So we got to remember this and let's go out there. Let's be courageous. We can be heroes too. Heroes of our faith today in our communities, to those people that are out there that are struggling, to the person that wants to commit suicide, and we go tell them how God has a wonderful plan for their lives. We too can be heroes ministering to people out there. When Enrique is out there going, ministering to people, giving them food, when they don't know when they're going to get their next meal, and he's there giving them food, he's being a hero to his community. We need to be step up as well and be heroes as well. We need to tell others what God has done for us, how he healed us, how he set us free, saved us. He gave us hope and a future. Many of us here in this church, in this church, we were lost, bound in difficult circumstances, but we cried out to God and he heard our cry. We cried out to Jesus and he saved us. He pulled us out of the pit of hell. A lot of us got to remember that. To me, he's my ultimate hero, but I still give that reverence and respect to our first line responders because they are our modern day heroes as well. But we can look to Jesus and be like Jesus and be a hero, do be heroes as well to our communities. The Bible also says in Hebrews chapter 11, it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off every sin and weight that easily entangles us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and then eventually sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. When he went to heaven, he endured all this to be able to rescue us. And now we have the eternal, we have the hope of eternal life because he died for us, our ultimate hero. You know that song um, I mentioned earlier, we need, I need a hero. I needed a hero. I needed somebody to help me. When I was in my worst condition, when I had no hope, no vision for the future, 
I thought I would spend the rest of my life in prison because that's all I knew. That's what I was surrounded by. But God gave me hope and a vision. And, and, and he can give you hope and a vision as well. He changed my life. I was able to join the military and join the Marine Corps. I was able to do things that I never thought I would be able to do. I went to college. I got career. But it's not about me. It's about Jesus because he's the one who did it. He was my hero. He did that for me. And he can be your hero too. Tonight, you could ask him to come into your heart. If you've never asked Jesus into your heart, you've never asked him to save you, you can do it tonight. I can lead you in a simple prayer, prayer that I prayed over 30 years ago, and he changed my life radically. My life has never been the same, and I thank him. And it's all to him, the honor and the glory to him. Simple prayer, just like this. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me of all my sins. Give me a new hope and a future. And I put my trust in you, now and forever. In your name I pray. Amen. If you like that message, uh, we're going to try to put, we'll put it on podcast as well if you want to listen to that. I want to thank you for joining us tonight. I hope that this message was able to inspire you and just give you some, uh, some hope that we have a hero, and that's Jesus. But we also are surrounded by modern-day heroes as well. And take a moment. Pray for our heroes. Pray for our frontline responders. Pray for that police officer that just, uh, you just saw down the street. Pray for that God will protect him, that his angels will surround him. Pray for our nurses. They're on the front line still dealing with this pandemic. Pray for our, all the other first-line responders, our market workers, those people that are willing to sacrifice for us. Pray for them. And then also pray for our community. Go out there, minister to somebody, share the gospel with somebody. Let them know how much God loves them. And he has a future and a plan for their lives. And let your light shine. Just like that little memorial, let your light shine. Um, also a reminder, Memorial Day is Monday. Uh, say a prayer for our, our, our troops who have fallen and their families. With that, I say that, with that um, I hope you enjoyed the message. God bless you. Let's, we might see you Sunday. If not, we'll be back on YouTube and on Facebook, virtual Sunday. God bless you.